Welcome to Heartspeak Podcast, episode 270. Rest, reflect, and get ready for 2024. Welcome to the Heartspeak Podcast, where valuable insights are shared that bypass the mind and resonate with the heart. Listen. Open your heart, become inspired, find the joy and fulfillment that awaits when you follow your heart. And now, here's your host, Dr. Christine Page. Well, hello there, wherever you're in the world, it's good to be back with you. Can you believe that we're going into December? Where did this year go? Years seem to be now going by so fast, and yet, on another level, it's really hard to recall what I did in the first four months of this year. Do you felt the same way? Even if I can recall it, I go, was that this year? Did I do that in April or February? Even August seems a long time ago now. So it feels that time is getting warped. It's not necessarily speeding up. It's just really weird at this time. And remember the meaning of that word? Temporally induced mind experiment. We're living in an experiment where time truly does not exist, and yet we are existing in this this cycle, these spirals of changes that are happening. And this is only going to get faster, my friends. They say that 2024 is going to be nothing like anything we've seen before. Oh boy, just what we needed. Probably said the same about 2020 before we entered it. But there is this feeling of something very new and exciting coming our way, a new epoch, a doors opening to something that we haven't experienced before, or maybe for a very long time. That's probably brought into play because of Pluto eventually moving into Aquarius next year, having a little sojourn out of Aquarius again, back into Capricorn between September and mid-November. But I think that this idea of bringing in a more community-minded, a higher consciousness into society is what we've all been waiting for. But before we get there, we have to be prepared in ourselves. And you'll be pleased to know (laughs) this is a time to rest. (laughs) Give yourself a little pat on the back. Be reflective in this last month of 2023. It's a time certainly of appreciating just how far you've come celebrating the changes that have taken place, not only this year, but again, maybe over the last three or four years. What's shifted? What's what's managed to be released and what's emerged because of that? I'm often asked, what is my soul's destiny? How do I get onto my path? How do I make sure that I'm living my full incarnation? And as you've heard me speak about before, there are various ways of looking at this, And one of them, which is very simple, is to understand your action number in numerology by looking at your date of birth. What you do is you add up all the numbers and come down to a single figure between one and nine, unless the double figure was an 11 or a 22. And I think this is a really good time to keep reminding ourselves is, am I on track? You know, it's one of the most important things is that you chose to be born on that date. And, of course, if you look at astrology, there are other signals about why you were chosen to be born 
at that place, at that time, etc., etc. These are the things I love looking at, as you know, and understanding within myself as, a, as I may share with you. So let's just very quickly go through those numerology action numbers. I've given you time to actually find that number for yourself. So if you're one, then you have leader qualities. And again, I meet people who say, no, no, I'm not a leader. Well, you need to be. <laughs> so you can lead from behind. You don't need to be in the front. But still, there is something about you stepping out, being a leader. And it may well appear in your astrology. You might have Mars in Leo or Mars in Sagittarius, these sort of fiery signs. And Mars is about what is my passion? My passion is to step forward, Mars in Aries. So you ones out there who have been hiding behind every everybody else, time to get out there. A two has to be the helper, carer, helper, those that are willing to serve, I have to say, for the one. <laughs> so you might be in service to someone who likes being a leader, or you might be very happy to help other people. Just be careful you don't get buried under helping others because two also says, how do I reflect what my needs are and get those needs met? Now, those of you who are threes, you're architects. And I say that you've got great minds, very creative, very idealistic. And what's important is to bring those ideas down to earth. So if you don't do that, you just get a very full mind of great ideas, but no action. And you may well have a lot of air signs in your astrology. Again, you may have Mars in Aquarius, Mars in Gemini. I'm using Mars as an example, but you may have a sun or moon in any of those air signs. So it's time to not just think about doing it, but doing it. <laughs> Otherwise, you end up just feeling anxious and can't sleep. Now, you fours. If you are a four, then it's you are one of these people who is hardworking. You're very much about structure and organization. You don't mind being the one that organizes. And you can be a springboard for everybody else. But be careful you don't get stuck on in a box being the caretaker or the helper for everybody else. A good time this is to lay down structures for yourself, boundaries, healthy boundaries. And those of you who are fives, oh, I know. You don't like to be trapped. You want freedom. You want to be able to move where you want. You're not very good with commitment. Just be careful that you're not always just changing any, everything for the sake of changing. And be aware that there are times where commitment is good for the soul. So committing to ourselves is important, even if that may mean we're always moving and traveling and changing things, being flexible. If you're a six, you're the party goer. We're all coming to your home because you'll have that house that will be very comfortable to come to. You'll have those cookies in the jar. And you're someone who allows their love to spread out to everybody around them. Thank goodness. But again, be careful that you're not just partying for everybody else or making everybody else happy. And you may well have water signs in your chart. Again, Mars, Sun, moon are the very significant and find yourself losing yourself in the needs of others so bring yourself back home to yourself make sure you are at home with yourself and the seven the sevens of the world love to think big to be amongst the spiritual people often want to be alone want to have their own time to meditate 
And this is fantastic. This is the mystical beings in this planet. So you might find that you are very interested in anything metaphysical. But like the threes, don't get lost in your mind or lost in your thoughts. Make sure you bring those ideas to earth. Otherwise, it will be just a life that you'll lead where, yes, you have the wisdom, but you've never released it or given it to anybody else. And then we have the eights, the wonderful figure of eight, the infinity sign. Again, wonderful organizers. Heaven on earth, earth to heaven. Always important if you are an eight, you might end up in a job where you're organizing people, you're really good at putting things in the right places. But make sure that you have your own life in balance so you're not spending too much time in the spiritual world or too much time in the earthly plane. With an eight, it's a constant movement between heaven and earth. And a nine, you're here in a greater level of service, a more altruistic level of service. So you should be involved with something, a bigger plan, a, a sharing, a being involved with charities, helping others. And if you become too small as a nine and start worrying about little things, then you'll lose the plot. And then we have these two sacred numbers, the 11, a pioneer. Pioneer number always at the forefront of everything, doing things that nobody else is doing. I am an 11. And enjoying that, that freedom to, to think on the edge of, of consciousness. And so sometimes where the one and one come a two and we become helpers and we become servants and we love caring for people. And then there's suddenly that 11 in me breaks out and says, hang on a minute, I need to be an 11. And I'll pull away from everybody and want to find that space of my own. And finally, the 22 Two and two is four, so you can find yourself in a more four-like structure. But the 22 is the transformer. And I think what's important for a 22 is always to be transforming not just other people. I've seen many 22s work in businesses where they bring about transformation, but making sure that you're also transforming yourself at the same time. Now, there is the 33, which can go to the six. But if you are a 33, and that means that once you brought those numbers together, did they add up to 33 or 22 or 11? But if you're a 33, then there is a tendency to want to sacrifice yourself for people. Be careful. It's very nice to be in service, but not sacrifice. So find that right balance if 33 is your number. That's just one way of understanding yourself. There are obviously, as I've mentioned, astrology ways, but it's it's not enough to say, oh, what um, what's my prediction for 2024? It's more about, am I in line with what I came here to do, ready for 2024? Or am I hiding? So if I was to look at your astrology chart, I'd be looking at your midheaven. Midheaven is what is my authority? What's my career? Am I living to that? So if it's Gemini, are you teaching? Are you sharing? Are you talking? Are you writing? If it's Taurus, are you working with money? Are you working with massage? Are you working with food? Everything in our chart it gives us this really clear indication of, are you doing this in the outer world? It's, it doesn't have to be mystical. It's just that's what you're meant to be doing. Another place to look if you've had your chart done is the second house. Second house is how do you make money? What is in your second house? How do you make money? So there are some very simple guidelines that we see in astrology, numerology, and I'm sure in many other systems 
where we can see that that first breath we brought to the world. What did I breathe into the world as my conscious blueprint? What was unique to me? And why I'm saying this is that I am seeing at the end of 2023, a completion of maybe some of the more mundane things you came here to do. And 2024 being a year where you really step into what you came here to do as a spiritual being, as a star seed, as a star being, as your DNA is awakening, it's bringing forth parts of you that you didn't even know were asleep. And this awakening is going to speed up even more. Just as that magnetic field is weakening, the cosmic ray input, the collective consciousness reaching us now from outside in the cosmos is really speeding up. So things that you thought you were here to do really no longer seem to be important to you. And what seems to be coming up are things that you, you really said, wow, I didn't know I could do this. So this is really a time in 2024 is like stepping out, doing those things that you never thought you would be able to do because the time is right, my friends. It's not about, if I may say, finding any other excuse for putting it off. Or if I may say, waiting for it to reach you, it's here. So it's here now. If you don't think it's here now, then possibly you are finding ways to avoid it. So this is really a time to say, bring it on. I'm ready to be big. I'm ready to be out there in the world, whatever I need to be. And I need to be connecting more fully with my spiritual guidance, my star beings, my ancestral beings, whoever it is that's guiding you. And before you say to me, well, I don't know if I've got any guides, everybody has guides. Everybody is at this present time surrounded by so many spirit beings from so many different dimensions that are very eager to help you. Not just you, <laughs> but you being the literally the one that they can work through to help others. And again, it's not about going out and serving others. It might be learning how to do a craft. It might be taking up art. It might be taking up music. It might be taking up bakery. It might be looking in your garden. Please don't get the idea you have to serve others. But allowing the design that is in you, the blueprint of you to be expressed into this world, maybe through a garden, on art, through your family, that's what you came here to do. And if it feels really odd, it's probably right. <laughs> or what, me doing this? Yes, it's time. It's time to be extraordinary. It's time to be unusual. Now that's me giving you this gift of this next month, December, to really set the scene. And a lot is happening. So again, I use that phrase, rest. So don't try and necessarily start something new. We've still got Jupiter going backwards. We've got Uranus going backwards. You know, this isn't a time to try and push ahead. All of that will change uh, early or the end of December into January. And I'll talk more about that. We even have Mercury going to go retrograde soon. And again, I'll talk more about that. But when planets are going retrograde, this isn't a time for pushing out. It's a time to reflect what's happening, what's going on in my life. And one of the features that we're going to see much more of is what's happening between 
what we call the north and south node of the moon, and they are now in Aries and Libra. And this Aries Libra is a real balance point between what do I need, Aries, and what do I do for relationships? And what you may be noticing very pertinently towards this end of this year is your relationships changing. Where have you been giving more energy to other people's needs than your own? Where you've, have you lost yourself, not even just your needs, but Aries is about who am I, my own authority, my own self. Where is the balance or where are things out of balance? Maybe you're just totally selfish. It's time to give a little bit more to other people. But I doubt that in my audience. And so it's finding that balance of like, okay, that felt as if it was okay, but I'm no longer willing to play into that aspect of someone else's needs or someone else's game. And it really is looking that way. And next year, we're going to see Chiron joining this little happy group. Chiron has been in Aries, is in Aries, and it's going to be what we call conjunct, this Aries energy that I'm talking about. So the healing that's happening is very deep healing of where have I got lost? Where did I get lost? This is the North Node in, in Aries. Where have I got lost? Where am I wounded? Where do I need to rediscover myself? And where have I been hiding? Now, the South Node in, in Libra is about, this has been going on for a long time, ancestrally, culturally, you know, it's not just the last few years. So definitely over these next few months is a great healing of our relationships, but the deepest relationship is the relationship with ourselves. So please look into that as well. Now, what else do we have coming up in 2024? Well, you know I'm going to be talking much more about this over the next few weeks, even months. We are moving into the year of the dragon, the wooden dragon, in February 2024. This is actually a good thing, and it's going to be about abundance, and, and this is how the Chinese see the dragon, abundance, joy, prosperity. Let's see what next year brings from February onwards. But we've also got other things hanging out there, and, and some of those are about power grabs, land grabs, money grabs. I mean, this is, I would say, it's a mixture of the Uranus in Taurus that I've talked about before, Pluto coming to the end of Capricorn, going into Aquarius next year, Saturn in Pisces. But the, the powers, that the limited powers who desire to control are really turning the screws now. So whether you're aware of it or not, the there is a huge health grab from the WHO that want to place every country under their control, an unelected group of beings, mainly led by one or two uh, billionaires, who want to say that whenever they choose, they can say, this is a disaster, this is a pandemic, this is a, a worldwide uh, emergency, and we have the power to do whatever we want to do in the name of that emergency. Now, if you haven't been aware of this, please look it up because it's going on now. Now, different countries have made amendments to this clause, but this is really about taking away 
body autonomy, body sovereignty, the choices that we want to make. And, and several countries are refusing to sign this. But many countries are just saying, yes, of course, we're going to do whatever you want, because that suits us. And it suits Big Pharma. But once someone external to ourselves, external to our families, external even to our governments, can make a choice whether or not there's an emergency and actually mandate, this is not okay. So please look at that. At the same time, I think, you know, Uranus in Taurus, as I've mentioned many a time, is all about health, the body, farming, food, security, money, land. They would be the top things on my list. And just to mention, the last time that Uranus was in Taurus was 1934 to 1941. And if you know any history, these were major, major times in our land. Land grabs, people starving, people not having food, money being very limited, just coming out of the Great Depression, but really a lot of poverty, a lot of war. We have to do things differently. So beyond this WHO, We've also got the banking systems wanting to go into universal income and centralized banking, the control of the banks, trying to squeeze out cash societies going only to credit cards. We're seeing the increased desire to make everybody have a passport that shows who they are, but also their health and their wealth uh, abilities. And all of this is happening and it's going to get tighter and tighter. So even though I think 2024 is going to be an exciting year, it's also going to be an extraordinary year for almost a clash of titans. And I don't think it's one person against one person. It's much more about individuals stepping up against really a, a wave of energy that's trying to uh, stop the communities that are coming together at this time. I don't think it will happen. I, I guarantee that. But we're going to see money, land, land grabs are happening now. Where are the minerals? Where's the wealth? Wherever there's a war, there's wealth. And someone wants it. And whether the people are in the way or whatever's in the way, they don't care. That has to stop. So this time, and again, I'm not wanting to get you into a, a fearful place. I'm just saying is there's going to be a clash especially at the first few months of next year, a clash where it's not about one person or one government against another group. It's going to be the people. And this is the movement that Pluto and Aquarius is bringing. It's the people. It's the communities. It's my community. It's me, my family, my community that are saying we want a different way of looking at this. And that's what's going to really be shifting because back in 1939, we didn't have Pluto in Aquarius. We didn't have what's going on. So just to recap, we have individual sovereignty, individual authority, getting back in tune with why am I here? You don't need to ask a lot of astrologers. Start to ask yourself, what, what fires me up? What brings me bliss? Look at your numerology. Look at your astrology if you understand that. But you already know what doesn't suit you. You already know what relationships are no longer in balance. You already know where you're feeling in poverty. Return to your own land. 
feed yourself with what nourishes you on all levels and be inspired to say, what are the gifts that I came into this planet to bring? On a larger scale, recognize in this lower astral field, because it's really just a narrow field, there are those who want to land, grab, money, grab, body, grab, etc. Just recognize this is an old pattern. It's one that's fading out, but we need to pay attention because it needs a definite no, just like as if you were living with someone who's abusive, it's time to say no, no more. We're not doing this. And then finally, I just have a few tidbits to, to share with you about what is coming next year. I've shared a little bit of it, but I just want to show you that this is an exciting year. And I think things are going to shift very quickly and substantially. So let me just read a few of them. And of course, as I say, I'll be talking more about these as we go on. So from January the 1st till May 15th, we have this conjunction between the North Node in Aries and Chiron. So we're going to see a lot of health and spiritual advancements. We're already seeing this with scalar treatments and med beds. But I think this is really going to explode in a very positive way. We're bringing greater healing to the individual. This is what we need. We're also going to see this big conjunction between Jupiter and Uranus in, excuse me, and Uranus in, in Taurus. Now that's going to be absolute on the 21st of April, but between really March and April, I think all the things I've talked about, money grabs, food grabs, all those things are going to be highlighted when Jupiter and Uranus are together and not necessarily in a positive way, but I think out of it, we will find a much fairer way of working with money, a fairer way of making sure that nobody's starving on this planet, a fairer way of allowing those it, land not to be owned by someone, but to enjoy it by everyone. So I think that we're going to get a more clear vision about how this is going to be, but it is going to be uh, challenging as we move around those months. Jupiter goes into Gemini at the end of May. I think that's going to be a good thing, if, of course, because I'm Gemini, but it's going to be about communication. But we're also going to see that Jupiter and Saturn will get will be squaring each other during 2024. I think we're going to see a huge shift in the media and the way the media is controlled and the stories that are told. Again, we're going to see the people step up and say, oh, we need to have more controls on what people say and we need to have laws against this. I think this last period of uh, 2024 or during that time, we're going to see a lot of new laws come into place, but more healthy laws than we have at the moment. We cannot lose that freedom of speech wherever you are in the world. We're also going to see uh, Uranus and se uh, sextiling Pluto, and I think that's going to be really healthy. We're going to see bigger breakthroughs in terms of astrology, technology, um, creativity. As I say, Pluto will go into Aquarius, have a little time out of that from September to November. But I think also then the last thing I want to say is that Jupiter in Gemini, squaring Saturn in Pisces, I think we're going to see far more knowledge about star seeds, UFOs, contact. And as many have said, this is going to be the time where we will have contact with ETs, UFOs, I think the 
the masking of what's really been going on is being taken away. There are so many people now seeing UFOs or having dreams about ETs. I think this is now a time where this will come through. But just bear in mind, this is not about you having to go out and see UFOs or ETs. This is you. This is your star family. You are making a connection through your DNA, through the resonance of your DNA, with the beings who who are your ancestors from far, far back. So be aware of opening yourself to that and saying, okay, I know I'm not just an earth being. I'm a star being, came here for a purpose. Let me connect to all that I am. And it's not just one star group. Let me open to all those beings who come from other dimensions so that I can be all that I am. Let me start today as I rest, reflect, and get ready for 2024. Until next time. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the HeartSpeak Podcast with Dr. Christine Page. Please check out all HeartSpeak episodes in the podcast archive section on www.christinepage.com. HeartSpeak is also available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Tumblr, and now playing on Amazon Music and iHeartRadio. You can also watch the Archive Podcast on Christine's channel on YouTube and now on Rumble. Connect with Christine on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook group, The Great Mother Calling. Do share with family, friends, colleagues. Join us next time for another edition of Heartspeak.